Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Steelers Today. I'm Dan Kovacevic. He's Dale Lawley. We're both from DK Pittsburgh Sports and the Steelers lost this game by a count of 36 to 28 and tail. That doesn't even come close to summarizing anything that just happened down there. It's amazing that I was amazed, first of all, in the first half that they were only down 23 to nothing. Oh, yeah. At the end of that, just, I mean, they gave up 300 yards of offense in the first half. Uh, it, it was just 200 of it on the ground. It was just as ugly as ugly could be. And then Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. And he let them back into it. Uh, he did make a throw late in the game that uh, to, to KJ Osborne that, that, that ended up being the winning score. Um, but just uh, and Ben Roethlisberger is Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, and, yeah. and that's the other thing that happened in the second half. Ben, um, before we get into the heavy dose of bad that was present here, I feel obligated to point out that I don't know what they show or don't show on TV. Okay, we don't have, you know, we don't have television going on here in the press boxes. But I can tell you from watching Ben and his body language in the second half, not that he wasn't determined in the first, okay, but he was just, give me the ball, I want this. And whether that's the whole legacy thing, he's on his last legs or whatever else here, whatever it was, Dale, it was real. And you could tell all of a sudden the rest of the, the offense was just like, whoa. But, you know, and I, and I asked him after the after the game. You know, he seemed to be frustrated at times in the first mm. half, and you could see the frustration. And here's here's his response to Dale's question. Probably, um, I try to do my best not to, uh, but sometimes it's hard not to. And, and I, I hate that because I don't want to, to seem like I'm frustrated at anything in particular, but just a general frustration. I think sometimes. And I think that's, you know, he, it's it's almost like he's dealing with his children here. And he wants to put a good face on. And who on are for the those kids. children exactly? Dale? Well, there's a lot of children. Okay, uh, and where, what positions are they playing, Dale? <laughs> uh, well, at least one of them plays wide receiver in particular. That is true. And and the rest all play on the offensive line. Yeah. And well, the running back too, although he's an exception, uh, a grown up in, in a lot of ways. Uh, the dealing with, we'll get to Claypool second segment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> stay. I mean, you want to stay for the good stuff. Yeah. Um, but the offensive line, Dale, I can't get past it as a topic. I know it's not the sexiest, hottest topic, and everyone's going to talk about Pat Fryermuth and how Heath Miller would have caught that ball or Benny Cunningham or Randy Grossman would have caught that ball. The fact of the matter is Harrison Smith came in and made made a play. Made a play, yeah. swatted it out of his hands. Does, does Fryermuth feel undoubtedly like he should have held on to it and everything? But Ben is surrounded by a lot of that right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, there's just it's just so they're just so young on that offensive side of the ball, and so that's why I feel Roethlisberger feels like he has to he has to be that steadying force, and so a lot's being asked of him when you get sacked four times in the first five times in the first half. I mean, it's just you know that's a lot, 
and they were bringing the house at him, and the offensive line wasn't picking it up. Now, he's part of that with the protections and, and those things, uh, but they have to be better. I mean, there were times where they had three guys blocking one, and somebody's running free to the quarterback. And, and to, to the Vikings' credit, they did some pretty neat things yeah. to mix those up. Uh, they were, like you said, they would stack a couple of people against one guy. And Steelers just had no, they had no adjustments. They had no communications. You know why? Look at who's on that line. Look how long they've been on that line. Uh, yeah. Or even guys that have played in the NFL are new to this line and to this group. Yeah. And also, you know, they're I, I terrible. I, I can't leave that out. They're also terrible, which is a, is a, a problem. You know, Kendrick and, Green is terrible. That's not getting better this year. These guys, Kendrick Green's not getting stronger no, this year. He's not progressing. That, I mean, that's not going to happen. It's, it's a strength issue with him. He's going to get walked back to the quarterback when they put a 330 pound nose tack on him, like the ones like Michael Pierce, who the, who the Vikings have. That's going to be the issue. But it doesn't explain away guys allowing other players to come in free and making the wrong blocking assignments. Okay, if you get beat physically, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But that's getting beat mentally, and that's different. Um, you know, oh, it's reads and communications, right. too. It's not even necessarily, although there are going to be cases where it's isolated. It's an individual that struggles with it and just doesn't go. Uh, you heard Ben say at one point, uh, that there was uh, on the Harrison Smith sack, actually, yeah. where he said, well, there was an offensive lineman who was supposed to go over there and instead went the wrong direction. Well, there goes Ben. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, uh, that's what good defensive schemes do. And, and Mike Zimmer's a, a, he's an excellent defensive coordinator. I don't know if he's a great head coach, but he he's he was coordinating against Roethlisberger in the in the early part of this decade, mm -hmm. uh, when he was with Cincinnati, so he knows, uh, you know, the, the the tricks to the trade. That's how he got this job with the Vikings. He's an excellent defensive mind, um, and and they scheme things up well on the short week. Sometimes you have to do you do have to give the other team credit. They did things really well. Dalvin Cook went out there for and, a half and ran really well for a half. The Steelers, yes, they made adjustments. <laughs> how about that? Uh, yeah. You know, they 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 shut some things down in the second half. It allowed them an opportunity to get back into the game. The Vikings, as, as Najee Harris told us, went to a, you know more too high uh, looks in the second well, half. The Steelers also are free to make adjustments sooner than the third quarter, and that, that would be a welcome development. It's difficult you know, for the defense to do place. that. It's difficult for the defense to do that when the offense keeps going three and out. How you, you have 30 seconds on the sideline I to make an adjustment. That's not enough time. I understand. When <laughs> one guy is running the football, on every play, and he's running for 20, 30 yards at a chunk. That's not an adjustment that should require, hey, let's wait till we get into the locker room, fellas. You know, you just, you put more guys in the box. And then Justin Jefferson beats you over the top. I At that point, <laughs> I'd take it. At that point, I would show Justin Jefferson where the end zone is. When we come back, what you really want to hear about, Chase Claypool. Welcome back to Steelers today, and we're going to talk about Chase Claypool, but I, I feel like out of fairness, again, because we try to do that sort of thing, uh, that it's worth mentioning that the Steelers did put up a lot of points in the second half, and that Claypool was, in fact, a part of that. Um, sometimes a reluctant, bizarre part of it, but he was part of it. He, he made a spectacular catch. Uh, that neither you nor I could believe happened, actually. Oh, we, had to, yeah. we had to look at it again, like, wow, really? That was the one that got the, the DPI. Uh, 
That's the thing that's so maddening about the guy is that the talent is through the roof. I mean, he has, you know, top-notch talent, but I question sometimes the the, the motives or the, the determination, whatever you want to call it. I, I think the desire is there to be great, but is it there to be great for the right reason? Oh, that's the seat. That's the key. Yeah. It's, it's, it's if he is thinking about whatever it is that he thinks about, when you go, your team is driving down the field, okay? <laughs> you're ready for the biggest comeback in franchise history. And you're doing it with your Canton-bound Hall of Fame quarterback flinging bombs and you think to yourself, for a split second, somewhere in your head, you know, in the Patrick Star head, the one with the cobwebs and everything, right? You ever seen the episode of SpongeBob where Patrick Star opens his head? And you go, this is the time, this is the time to celebrate. I didn't think we'd be getting a SpongeBob the, reference. It's Patrick Star. There's a difference. <laughs> the, this is the time, Dale, to celebrate my first down. This is the time to get up and strike a little bit of a pose. And you saw Trey Turner come over and like have to grab get, What the hell are you doing? Give, give me the ball. Yeah. And and what's worse, I thought, than all of that was that they go back, Turner gets the ball, runs it back to the line of scrimmage, they they snap it, and he's mad. Claypool's mad that they did that to him. Yeah. I, I got nothing to add well, to that. Well, here, I, got I, nothing. I asked Claypool about it, and this was his this was his response. Definitely gotta be better. I got tackled near the hash, did my little first down point, and uh, went to hand the ball to the ref. He had just got there. Right. Um, so, even if I got right up and looked for him, he just put him there. So, he, he ran down the field to come get the ball. The ball got knocked out of my hands. That's what cost us time. Um, but I definitely feel have to be better. Uh, I knew the situation. I knew, you know, I know I'm near the hash. I know the ball's placed on the hash. But I got to be better, and uh, the ball shouldn't get knocked out of my hands. should be. You buy that he knew what the situation was? I think he knew after the game what the situation was. I think in the heat of the moment, the me first, look at me attitude yeah. took over. Yeah. Um, what do you do with that? Who I, thinks that's – is corrigible a word? I know incorrigible is. Corrigible – is that corrigible? Is that I, fixable? I, I think it's like gruntled. Okay. Gruntled's a word. Gruntled. I never use gruntled. It's Nobody uses disgruntled. gruntled, but but people do get disgruntled. Well, and there right. are a lot of disgruntled Steeler fans well, out there right I, now. I would say that Mike Tomlin also was disgruntled. He's very disgruntled. Uh, he made that very clear afterward. He said that, you know, basically, you know, is... is, is I asked him if yeah. he benched him, and he, he said he yes. He said yes, like yeah. that. And then Claypool comes in. <laughs> to answer questions from us, you have to understand, in COVID era, they never bring in someone into the room who hasn't had a great game, like Akello Weatherspoon came in. Yay! You want to ask about his two interceptions? This was deliberate. This came from the head coach. Understand that, that he came in, Claypool did, and answered questions. You got to come in and answer for that. You know, that, that stuff. And, you know, again, that's... We miss so many things not being able to go into the locker room. Yeah, we wouldn't have missed that we in the locker room, we, right? Yeah, I mean, he you just had, wait by his stall till he, he would have had a there. crowd around them, and mm-hmm. he would have had to answer questions about that. So kudos to the Steelers PR department for yes. making him available. And, and I told them that afterward. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's you hope that these are teachable moments. Again, I go back to the youth of this team. He's a second year player. Um, I, that's not an excuse. That's 
for his actions. That's not an excuse for his actions. It just isn't. You have to be better than that. You have to know the situation. You have to, you just have to. It's just, I see he says he did, but then he, even in then Dale. He didn't let's, know. Okay, well, let's say that he did. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt here. To me, that's even more damning. Well, if my, you knew the situation and you still had something in the head but he that sh- says, first down, baby. He's shown, what is that? He's shown over and over again that he has some immaturity to him. Which is why he got benched. The the penalty that he took on the opening Steelers opening drive cost them fifteen yards. Cost him the drive, according to Ben. Yeah, ben, ben didn't exactly make much of a secret. Ben there. was making no excuse mm-hmm. for change. I, at least two or three times, I asked him about James Washington. I asked him about Pat Fryermuth. He loved talking about those and guys. He talked about those guys. They care. They get it. You yeah, know, they, they get he, it. He didn't say that about Chase Claypool. And no, he, he said that's that's. Tomlin's problem. Right. That's for he him said, to address. And, and it is. It is. And I thought Mike Tomlin did address it. At the same time, it's difficult to do that in game because you're still trying to win the football well, you gotta, game. And there's only one you way to, to win that. the football game, and that's to do what they did, and that's to start throwing bombs up. Yeah. Well, you're going to do now, that and handcuff Ben by taking away his best deep threat. Yeah. Does that mean something won't be different? You know, when Mike Tomlin talks about lineup changes, do we see more James Washington moving forward? Oh, I have no doubt about that. At I this think point. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. Chase Claypool leads the league in penalties by for a margin wide of three. He has by eight. a lot. The next he, guy he has, has ten five. Now. Really, he has he had nine going into this game yeah, because yeah. he covered up in the he the, the penalty with the troops of core for of all people. It was actually on Claypool oh, for covering okay. him up. Okay, that didn't get. It, yeah, know, it's so not kind of, this kind of penalty, right. but but yeah, but he's, he's selfish leading the league. penalties like that. Where you get you you know the second man in and for what? Yeah. Who are you impressing? Like who is it that, that's back home that's watching? Like you know the Claypool, uh, you know, family or friends or whatever that's watching that on TV, going, yeah, do the first down thing, man. Yeah. That's what we want to see. Come on, you know, point your finger in that guy's face because he he hits you late you know, or hits yeah. you as you got up off the ground. It's, it, that's just selfishness. Yeah. It's anyway, selfishness. you don't want to hear any more about this. So we're going to call it a night here. We have a bunch of writing to do and everything else here. Thanks for watching Steelers today. And uh, we'll have more uh, when the Steelers are back in action. 